Hi guys, beautiful morning to you all. Today's Bible reading will be taken from Leviticus 11 and Leviticus 12. And our memory verse, quoting from 1 Corinthians 8 verse 8. It is true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it. And we don't gain anything if we do. Let's take a few moments to ask the Holy Spirit to open our eyes, open our ears, and open our hearts. To hear what the Spirit of the Lord is going to be saying to us today. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, These are the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Among the animals, whatever divides the oof, having cloven oofs and chewing the cud, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat among those that chew the cud of those that have cloven hooves, the camel, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The rock irax, because it chews the cud, but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The hair, because it chews the cud, but does not have cloven hooves, it is unclean to you. And the swine, though it divides the oof, having cloven hooves, yet does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch, they are unclean to you. These you may eat of all that are in the water, whatever in the water, as fins and scales, whether in the sea or in the rivers, that you may eat. But all in the sea or in the rivers that do not have fins and scales, all that move in the water or any living thing which is in the water, they are an abomination to you. They shall be an abomination to you. You shall not eat their flesh and you shall regard their carcasses as an abomination. Whatever in the water does not have fins or scales, that shall be an abomination to you. And these you shall regard as an abomination among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the buzzard, the kite, and the falcon after its kind. Every raven after its kind. The ostrich, the short-eared owl, the seagull, and the auk after its kind. The little owl, the fisher owl, and the screech owl. The white owl, the jackdaw, and the carrion vulture the stock, the aeron after its kind, the upo and the bats, all flying insects that creep on all fours shall be an abomination to you. Yet these you may eat of every flying insects that creep on all fours, those who have jointed legs above their feet with which to leap on the earth. These you may eat, the locust after its kind, the destroying locust after its kind, the cricket after its kind, the grasshopper after its kind, but all other flying insects which have four feet shall be an abomination to you. By these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries part of the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. The carcass of any animal which divides the fruit but is not cloven oofed or does not chew the cord is unclean to you. Everyone who touches it shall be unclean. And whatever goes out its paw, among all kinds of animals that go on all fours, those are unclean to you. Whatever touches any such carcass shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries any such carcass shall wash its clothes and be unclean until evening. It is unclean to you. These also shall be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth, the mole, the mouse, and the large lizard after its kind. The gecko, the monitor lizard, the sand reptile, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. 
These are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them when they are dead shall be unclean until evening. Anything on which any of them falls when they are dead shall be unclean. Whether it's an item of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever item it is in which any work is done, it must be put in water and it shall be unclean until evening. Then it shall be clean. Any earthen vessel into which any of them falls, you shall break. And whatever is in it shall be unclean. In such a vessel, any edible food upon which water falls becomes unclean. And any drink that may be drunk from it becomes unclean. And everything on which a part of any such carcass falls shall be unclean. Whether it is an oven or cooking stove, it shall be broken down for they are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern in which there is plenty of water shall be clean. But whatever touches any such carcass becomes unclean. And if a part of any such carcass falls on any planting seed which is to be sown, it remains clean. But if water is put on the seed, and if a part of any such carcass falls on it, it becomes unclean to you. And if any animal which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until evening. He who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And every creeping thing that creeps on the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever crawls on its belly, whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet among all creeping things that creep on the earth, these you shall not eat, for they are an abomination. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps, nor shall you make yourselves unclean with them, lest you be defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourself, and you shall be holy. For I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourself with any creeping thing that creeps on the earth. For I am the Lord who brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the animals and the birds and every little creature that moves in the water and of every creature that creeps on the earth to distinguish between the unclean and the clean and between the animal that may be eaten and the animal that may not be eaten. In this chapter, we see how God categorizes clean animals and unclean animals. Godfather went to tell us by the end of this chapter that the reason why he's giving them all these animals to distinguish between the unclean and the clean is so that they can consecrate themselves and be holy because he is holy and he does not want them to defile themselves. I was having a conversation about the unclean and unclean animals with my mom. And my mom said that if I do my research properly, I'll see that every animal that God said we should eat are one of the best and nutritious things we should eat. But everyone that he said we should not eat have like adverse effects when you eat them. An example is pork, pig flesh. It is very unsanitary and we gain more by not eating it than us eating it. So we see that God actually had and still has our best interest at heart. But if someone else will argue that, but why did God show Paul some animals in his dream? This is why I picked 1 Corinthians 8 verse 8 as our memory verse. As we all know, this particular verse says that it is true that we can't win God's approval by what we eat. We don't lose anything if we don't eat it. And we don't gain anything if we do.
The Pharisees are great examples of hypocrites. They know the law of Moses. They know everything they should do and not do. But still, they were honoring God with their lips and not with their hearts. And we all know that God is more concerned about the things of our hearts. And if we have a conversation deeper into this entire topic, we see that people are taking the Bible out of context. This is why Paul had to reassure us and to tell us that it is not what we eat that makes us holy or does not make us holy. Literally, all these things that God put out for them was for their health, their good health and their good function. God is a God of process. If he says, if you eat this thing, it will do you well. If you eat it, it will do you well. If he says, if you don't, if you eat this thing and it will not do you well, it will not do you well. Imagine eating poop or spoiled food. The process, the right process is for your tummy to hurt you. And probably you have a running tummy using the toilet every now and then. He's a God of process. And for the best interest, for our best interest, he decided to tell us which animals were clean and unclean. And I also heard one um, sermon by Apostle Arome. who was talking about the animals that rebelled. That in the beginning, lions, tigers, leopards, they were not supposed to be wild. That was not their jurisdiction at all. They were not supposed to be wild at all. They were not supposed to be eating flesh or carnivores. They were not supposed to be carnivores. But after man, the, one of the most important creatures that God created, rebelled. Many of the animals rebelled. And the reason why God would tell us clean and unclean are the animals that did not rebel are the clean ones. The animals that rebelled are the unclean ones. This is what I got from that sermon. So we move on to chapter 12. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel saying, If a woman has conceived and born a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days, as in the days of a customary impurity she shall be unclean. And on the eighth day, the flesh of his first skin shall be circumcised. She shall then continue in the blood of her purification. Thirty-three days, she shall not touch any hallowed thing, nor shall she come into the sanctuary until the day of her purification are fulfilled. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks as in her customary impurity, and she shall continue in the blood of her purification. 66 days and when the days of her purification are fulfilled whether for a son or a daughter she shall bring to the priest a lamb of the first year as a burnt offering and a young pigeon or a turtle dove as a sin offering to the door of the tabernacle of meeting then he shall offer it before the lord and make atonement for her and she shall be clean from the flow of her blood this is the law for who has born if a male or a female and if she is not able to bring a lamb, then she may bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one as a burnt offering and the other as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for her and she will be clean. This chapter talks about the purification of a woman that just gave birth. I believe that every instruction that God gives to us is for our benefit. If you look at the number of days that he said that this woman or every woman that has given birth, should stay for the for her purification. These are still almost the number of days, if not a little more, that we give women that just give birth. 
for them to be able to recuperate but then not to we advise that they should not walk they should not do anything strenuous they should not even step out for their own sake and for their own safety because of how much energy has been put into carrying and bringing to life a child and this is how we end today's bible study I hope you guys have a great day through the inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily activities. I love you and Jesus loves you even more.